everyone. Welcome to the Rotor Grinders Morning Grind Podcast. I'm your host, DVTPFL. It's Friday. It's January 29th. It's 2021, and we have 10 NBA games to talk about here on today's slate. I'm joined by my good buddy, Chief Justice 06. Will, how are you doing, my friend? Doing great, man. It's an exciting time to be alive. I'm going to tell everyone a quick story before we get started, and hopefully everybody will see why I take certain approaches to DFS. Decided to play Aaron Gordon on the previous slate and uh, going against Sacramento. Very good price on FanDuel. And he goes out there and gets like zero, the equivalent of zero fantasy points in my book. Ladies and gentlemen, now you see why I don't play Aaron Gordon ever. And I'm just, he's, he's getting the X button. Uh, if, if you guys are in the similes, uh, back in the day, Aaron Gordon is to chief as Jokic is to Stevie. There you have it. That's my my gripe about it, and uh, I'm, I'm now moving on. Until we get to Aaron Gordon here in a few games, um, <laughs> see if I can – I don't even know if I like Aaron Gordon or not yet, but I'm going to see what I can do here. But, uh, yeah, so we are presented by Monkey Knife Fight. If you guys haven't checked them out, uh, the link will be in the description. They are the fastest-growing single-player uh, DFS site out there. Love what they're doing over there on Monkey Knife Fight. If you guys haven't checked them out, use our links. That way you get 100% bonus on your first deposit up to 50 bucks. Uh, take advantage of free money. Um, you can you can tail my picks that have, like, I've tweeted out, like, three Monkey Knife Fight picks, um, you know, since they've come on board, and all three of them are lost. So you guys are welcome. Um, just do opposite of what I'm saying on Twitter, and you'll be fine. So um, all jokes aside, um, it's very tilting. <laughs> um let's get into it um you know we we get started here with the pacers and the hornets 220 and a half total here pacers favored by three lavert and warren remain out for indiana but that's really it um you know with the sabonis issue really wasn't much you know he came out and played plenty of minutes uh the other night and um i don't think we have to really worry about that at all what are we looking at here on the pacers I uh, don't really want to play anybody in the Pacers. Uh, this is going to be a quick one, almost like baseball, Stevie, which is coming up soon for us. Uh, I think this game is just going to kind of get an overall no. I, I don't – maybe Jeremy Lamb at 4,900. Like, don't don't get me wrong. He's he's cheap. But overall, Stevie, I, I don't want to play anyone in this game. Yeah, the only thing that I'll say is Charlotte's allowing the most um, fantasy points per game to power forwards. You know, they don't really have anybody that can match up with Sabonis. He's 9,200. He's really expensive. Um, so, like, that is one of the hard things about, like, playing Sabonis in this spot is just price overall. But he should he should crush here. Like, he should crush here. And, like, on FanDuel, if you're not paying it for Giannis, you're, you know, you're looking at, like, Sabonis, Randall, um, you know, in that kind of range for, like, your top power forward. I think he's a little bit more in play over there on Fanduel. It's usually easier to fit two or three studs in than it is on DraftKings. But I think Sabonis crushes in this spot. It's just the price um, is the only thing that I'm, you know, somewhat worried about. Um, on the Charlotte side of things, you know, it, it's been a constant, um, you know, topic on this show. Gordon Hayward, Gordon Hayward, Gordon Hayward. Um, he's playing a ton of minutes. These two teams just played the other night, and Gordon Hayward played 40 minutes. Didn't really do anything on the rebounding front. Um, you know, didn't have the best shooting night and still put up like I think he put up his floor 25 fantasy points. Um, 
His price has come down. He is the cheapest he's been since the beginning of the year. I think this is a Gordon Hayward smash spot, and we just we just pay the seven K and hope he goes for forty five plus. Yep, I, I like Gordon Hayward. Cody Zeller, thirty thirty minutes. Like what? I, I don't I don't trust that Stevie. I, I could be wrong. I, I don't trust it. Like I feel like that's a one off. Like I said, I could be wrong. Bismack played nine minutes. Maybe I think Zeller's it all depends back. if he starts, right? Like if Zeller starts, you go back to the well. If Zeller doesn't start, you take him out. Like it, I think it's as simple as that. Yeah, I, I'm with you. But those are probably the only two guys. Um, uh, Lamelo's back down to 5,800 now, which is it's it's on. That, is that borderline? Like, do I take a uh, shot? It's it's right there on the edge. Um, it's, it's just it's like I said, Steve, the coaching man. I don't know. I mean, I feel like the, the rotation gets reinvented. I mean, heck, Malik Monk was playing minutes the other night. I so I don't know, but we you stick with Gordon with Hayward, obviously p- playing big minutes. Um, I, I think Lamelo is your let's get weird GPP play for sure on this particular team, but that's about it. I, I don't I don't really want to play this game that much. Yeah, if Zeller starts again, like this is the same matchup as the other night. If Zeller starts and. I think you have to kind of trust the minutes. If he starts, he played really well in the start the other night. He's only 4K. It's not like he was putting up 20, you know, 5X type numbers in like 15 to 18 minutes. So, like, if he's going to get 30 minutes at this price, I don't I don't see him burning you. Like, it's, it's NBA, you know, most of the time, good, you know, chalky type plays are going to hit. Um, you know, there's there's times, obviously, where they don't, but... I think in basketball more than any other sport, you know, these value chalky guys are going to hit more than any other sport. So um, let's go to the next one here. One of, if not my favorite game on the slate, Atlanta at Washington, 232 and a half total here. Atlanta by six, uh, favored by six. Bogdanovich done out. Uh, Reddish and Rondo questionable. Washington's getting healthy. Brown, Brian, and Ish are out. But, um, you know, some secondary pieces coming back. Let's start with um, the Atlanta side here. This is a game, if this game stays competitive, could go 240-250. Love the over in this game. I think it gets bet up really quick. Let's see. It opened at 232.5, and it's at 233.5 already. It's up a point. Um, What are we looking at here on Atlanta, Will? I mean, man, when you look at this spot for Atlanta – First of all, I do like the price on Trey Young here, 9100 I think this is a fantastic price for him. Uh, minutes are back. Fantasy production is back. Like, don't look now. Past four games, over 60 – past five games, past six games. Stevie, uh, is Trey Young back? Sure does look like it. And, uh, you know, maybe the ownership stays low. He's been very consistent here at 9100 against Washington. I mean, this is just fantastic pricing. Uh, we're getting on him. Cam Reddish, you know, he was back the other night, played really well, played 35 minutes. That was against Brooklyn. This is a, pretty much the same type matchup, 4,600. You know, if he plays, I think he's in play. I think we've kind of been somewhat DeAndre Hunter uh, uh, truthers. He is 6,200. I don't hate it. I don't feel like I have to have him. I definitely take Reddish if he plays for the savings, but at 6,300 in this spot, I don't hate it. Obviously, you guys see that we're kind of on this game heavily. 
Uh, I think I will be John Collins. His minutes have come up. Like it, I just I like the whole game, Stevie. B- bottom line, I like the whole game. I know I'm naming a lot of players. Clint Capella, eighty nine hundred, only played thirty minutes against Brooklyn. Uh, maybe they're trying to limit him a little bit because of the inj- injury. But if he gets thirty five minutes, I just feel like it's it's fifty fantasy points all over again. So I just I like this spot, man. It's a really good game. I think everybody knows that, and we'll just have to see how we can piece it together. Uh, with some of these prices because Atlanta is priced pretty efficiently for the most part outside of Trey maybe need, needing to be a hair a hair uh, more expensive. Yeah, like I think Capella, do we just chalk that up as the second end of a back-to-back? Um, Brooklyn, yeah. Brooklyn kind of went small. Like I think that's what you can kind of chalk up the Capella game to. This dude's been, you know, absolutely crushing. Um, gets a great – Great matchup here going up against Washington. Um, you know, this team allows the fifth most fantasy points to opposing centers. Like, this is going to be the fastest paced game on the slate. Like, everything sets up well here for Capella. But yeah, I think Trey Young, Capella, Collins. Um, if we get news that Reddish is out, I, I think that's obviously a huge bump to Hunter. This dude. You're telling me that there's a chance that DeAndre Hunter plays 40 minutes against Washington um, at 6,300 if Reddish sits. So, you know, I, I think that's obviously something you got to note. But, like, Atlanta plays their five guys. They play their five guys. Like, Kevin Herter, if Reddish sits, these guys are going to get plenty of minutes. If, if we don't get any news on Gallinari, I think we have to assume that he's still going to be under 20 minutes. Like, these guys are going to play. And I think that that is one of the sexiest appeals to this game in general is just like, you know, who's getting the minutes for Atlanta and they're going to play huge minutes Um, on the Washington side of things. Like this game stays close. If Westbrook and Beal show up, Um, you know, Bradley Beal, I hate seeing it, man. You see him sitting over there on the sidelines, just like My goodness. He, he wants out, but he's taken at least 28 shots in three straight games, four out of the last five, five out of the last six games. This dude has taken over, over 20, 28 shots. Like it's insane. He's shooting a ton. <laughs> and like the thing about it, will he's 10 2. like, nobody's going to want to pay this price for Bradley Beal with Westbrook in the game. And like, I think it's worth worth a look. Yeah, I mean, Bradley Beal's been, been on a tear. Uh, quite frankly, Stevie, I mean, if he keeps scoring these rates, and I've said it before, like he's going to be on his way to a scoring title on, on, on possibly one of the worst teams in the league. I mean, good golly, man. Like, he, he's been fantastic. Uh, I think he's a tournament play extraordinaire. If this game's close, like he's got – I think he's going to be in the mix. So I'm with you. Um, you know, he, he can put up 60, he can put up 70. Uh, he's shown us that he's, he's priced appropriately. Uh, obviously I think he's the best player on this team. If we get any news, Stevie, that Westbrook's going to get 30 to 35 minutes, look out at nine K. I think you run him and Trey. I'd be willing to probably forego Beal in that instance. If we think Westbrook gets back up to that 35 minute mark, I think it's an auto, you know, auto 50, with upside for more here. So I'm going to keep my eyes on that. He's a guy that, that, that I really like. Um, Robin Lopez is another one of our cheap centers that's kind of getting minutes. Like we'll have to see, you know, kind of how they're going to handle that. Uh, Alex Lynn's probably going to get 20 minutes in this spot. So I, I, I like this team here. Uh, Bertans is back. Rui's back. Like 
they've got some pieces, but I think I want to kind of stick with the main guys uh, here and let it roll from there. A little note that, you know, as far as like Robin Lopez goes, like Hachimura being back in this game, um, he's off the injury report completely. So Mm -hmm. I think that obviously, like you're just going to have to kind of look and see what the starting lineup looks like. Um, They might use Lopez to maybe, you know, D up Capella a little bit. I don't know. Um, It's tough to kind of guess that uh, night before, but I think Bertans is someone that you could look at on the value side um, as far as Washington goes. I think like guys like Garrison Matthews, um, his minutes are probably going to go away or go way down here. You probably don't want to go with him. Honestly, I think you're going with like the main pieces here for Washington. One of Westbrook or Beal, potentially one of these value guys and just kind of loading up on three or four guys from this game and just hoping it, it turns into that game that we all want it to be. Uh, Bucks at Pelicans, 229 and a half total here. Bucks favored by six and a half. Uh, really, the only new injury news in this game is Lonzo. Um, he's questionable. He's dealing with an ankle injury. Um, what are we looking at here on the Bucks? I mean, man, you know, it, it's the main guys. This isn't going to be a pretty a pretty spot here, I don't think. But, I mean, Greek at 10-8, you know, on this slate, I, I think you can't consider him. I mean, it's a big slate, so I'm expecting him to be uh, fairly low-owned. Brooke Lopez, kind of the same type deal, 5,200. I, I think it's fair pricing. We know he's going to get minutes. Uh, I'm expecting him to be fairly low-owned. I don't want to play Chris Middleton here. Uh, don't really want to play DiVincenzo. Holiday, I don't mind at 7K. Like, I, I don't hate that. But all in all, I, I, I think it's mainly Greek and uh, mainly Lopez, and, and that's about it. But I, I don't have a whole lot of interest in this game. The, the total of this game is throwing me off, man. Um, it really is. Like, I I know the Bucks haven't been playing great defense recently, and the Pelicans are, like, 27th in defensive efficiency over the last five games. Um, and, and, like, the thing that is somewhat interesting here is, like, the Pelicans have been playing a little bit faster um, and less defense. Um, like, they're, they – this whole like Stan Van Gundy slow defensive thing wasn't working. And now like the Pelicans over the last five games, they're sixth in pace, 27th in defensive efficiency. Um, so like, I think it's somewhat interesting this game as a whole, but it's just like, where do I attack the Milwaukee side of this game? Maybe like drew holiday. I think like drew is the guy, like maybe you're looking at going to get, you know, a little bit of pace bump here going back to new Orleans, obviously, um, the, 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 the narrative of him going back to new Orleans or whatever. Um, but I think he is, he is the guy that you're potentially looking at, um, on this bucks team. And then on the new Orleans side, like Brandon Ingram, finally, like, that's what Washington does for you. Right. Like we were just <laughs> like, we were just talking about all those Atlanta guys. That's what Washington does for you um 32 points the other night he's had some good scoring games here recently what are we looking at here on the pelicans i mean it's kind of a similar scenario with me like i don't feel great about this game overall like you know um yeah lonzo's question i guess i guess if lonzo happens to sit like you know we'll 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 feel a little bit better about bledsoe maybe we'll feel okay about Nikhil alexander walker you know, maybe we would feel okay about J.J. Reddick. All in all, I don't think I want to play Brandon Ingram at 8K. I mean, we saw the upside, but it was Washington. 
Zion at 7,600. Like, he's probably the favorite here. Uh, and, and then Steven Adams at 56 maybe as well. But I that's about it, man. I, I'm, I'm not really interested in, in this game overall. I think you kind of approach this game as like a potential stack where you're playing like Drew or Giannis and then you're running it back with like Zion or like even like maybe like Eric Bledsoe or something along those lines. Like, you know, I think that's how you kind of approach this game. Like the total of this game is throwing me off. I I did not expect to see a 229 and a half total looked into it. Like I said, the Pelicans playing a lot faster with a lot less defense and the bucks they're like 19th in defensive efficiency here over the last five games. So like, this is a, a spot that like has sneaky like stack upside. It's just overall, it's just really hard to kind of piece together how you want to approach this game um, because this could be a 235 type total when this game's over. And it's just, and you're looking at the box score going like, man, it was really balanced and like nobody beat me. Um, and like that, that is like, Will, like, he's like, I don't love this game. That is what Will wants to see. He wants to see nobody beat me in this game. So um, we're go. moving. We got the Cavs and the Knicks, 204 and a half total. That one makes a lot more sense. Uh, Knicks fair by one and a half. Uh, Dova love out. Nance questionable. Bullet questionable on the Knicks side of things. Like, what is what is what's Cleveland drinking, man? Um, this team over the last uh, you know few games have they have definitely shown up. Um, they beat Detroit. They were in the Lakers game. They got crushed by Boston. They've beat Brooklyn twice. Uh, they beat this Knicks team. Like they've shown up a little bit. Drummond's starting to show up. What are we looking at here on the Cleveland side? I mean, geez, man, I'm with you on Drummond. Eighty six hundred, like. The thing is, are are they going to give him minutes though? Like twenty eight minutes. I mean, what what are we doing? Like, I I can't. I don't understand why you sign a guy like Andre Drummond and not give him thirty five minutes a night. Like, yeah, what, what? Why doesn't it make? It makes zero sense to me. And, and here's the problem, Stevie. Kevin Love's coming back at some point. Like, I mean, when he comes back, geez, one of these guys is gone. Like, they're going to trade Drummond. They got Nance. They're just loaded, uh, loaded with bigs. I, I is just it, don't see it. Well, is it a hot take that I don't actually think this Cleveland team is too bad when they're 100%? No, I mean, they've got pieces. I mean, okay. So, first of all, let, let's talk through it. I, I know this is DFS. We've got a 10-game slate. But if Garland's healthy, if Sexton's healthy, Osman, Prince, uh, you know, <laughs> Dotson has a, 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 a long shot – Love, Nance, uh, Drummond, Allen, they've got pieces, man. This is so interesting. But I don't don't think I can play Drummond at 8,600 playing 28 minutes. I I know what he can do. I've seen what he's doing. He is getting it it done in limited minutes. But I'd much rather play Capella, who I feel a little bit better about getting 35 minutes. So I – I man, I, I really don't like Cleveland. I mean, well, Sexton, I do like Sexton at sixty-seven. I like Garland at five K if they're going to get their minutes. I think that's where I'm at. I, I think I'm going to stay away from the bigs here. I want to play Jared Allen. Like I feel like, man, at some point at fifty-two hundred, him getting, you know, he got twenty-nine minutes the game before, and then twenty minutes against Detroit. Like it's just they're all over the place. 
I think Garland is the guy. Garland or Sexton? I think Garland because he's 5K and he played 30 minutes the other night. Sexton's only 6,700, and he, he's just consistently putting over 30 fantasy points up a night uh, right now, except for that Boston game. Like, that's a cross-off game to me. They got killed in that game. Um, like, they were they were never really in, in that game against Boston the other night. So, like, I, I crossed that one off. Um, but, yeah, overall, I think Sexton and Garland are the two guys you're looking at here on Cleveland. If we get news that Nance is going to sit, Osman probably plays like 25 to 30 minutes, but he's kind of in that price range where he's not like Uber value. Um, so I think it's the guards. I'm with you on this one. Um, on the Knicks side of things, like Julius Randle, he's a guy that like we've been able to trust all year. He hasn't had like absolute stellar games here recently, but overall, he's always a guy I think you can take shots on. Well, unlike our counterpart, big men in Cleveland, we know that Julius Randle has stable minutes. Like, uh, you know, in the Utah game, played 35 minutes, 38 fantasy points. Wasn't great, but didn't kill you. Portland game, you know, 33 minutes, but he fouled out, six personal fouls, 43 fantasy points. Sacramento, 51. Golden State, 53, played 36 minutes. Like, this is what I want to see, people. I don't ever mind playing Julius Randle. At, in the 9K range, low 9K range with, with stable minutes like this. So I, I don't hate it. Uh, you know, I, Mitch Rob has, you know, at least we know he's going to get 25 to 30 minutes in most games, but we just haven't seen the, the upside this season. And then we go to RJ, who uh, who really has secure minutes as well. Uh, you know, I, I don't think I want to take a shot in this spot. And that, that's kind of it. The guard play quickly – Elf, like their minutes are kind of all over the place because they're pretty much back to full straight now. So that's kind of where I am. I think it's just Randall and just uh, RJ. If I wanted to take a shot, probably not taking a shot on RJ, but I will take a shot on Randall. Yeah, I think Randall's the guy. The, the problem with like Elf is like when quickly plays well, he could take minutes. Um, they kind of play the hot hand and like Austin Rivers is back too. Um, I think Austin Rivers is someone you could take shots on in tournaments will he's 3800 27 and 29 minutes the the last couple games like we don't love to play austin rivers but if he's gonna get 30 minutes against the Cavs um at 3800 i I think he's someone you have to consider this is a dude that put up 32 fantasy points against utah the other night and he's 3800 so um you just you hurt me on this. I <laughs> hey, listen, you haven't got to Aaron Gordon yet. You're all right. <laughs> um, moving along, we got Sacramento at Toronto. Two thirty and a half total here. Sacramento favored by I think one and a half. Um, I can't read my own handwriting. Uh, uh, uh is doubtful. OG's questionable. Let's start with the Kings. What are we looking at here for Sacramento? What? Give me a second. Sorry, I was going back there. Uh, I was trying to get that line for you real quick, but I was on a, a, another page. I went to some props, but uh, yeah, man, Sacramento. I mean, Rashawn Holmes at 6,600. Like, you know, we're, we're starting to see him dial up the upside here playing big minutes too. That's the thing. You know, I, I like the minute stability. So he's a guy I think, I think you can consider on this slate for sure. Um, we saw Whiteside get 16 minutes against Orlando. Now, you know, that was kind of a blowout situation, uh, I'm not expecting to, to see that in this game, but it is something I want to monitor. It was not a blowout situation. Just what? saying. I'm just letting you know. Like, I know what the final score was, but 
like both teams had their starters in the whole game until like the last two minutes. Like the Magic got Whoa. it down. The Magic got it down to um like eleven at one point and like oh I was I was Stevie I was tracking that game because I watched I, the whole game, buddy. I was I playing Aaron Gordon, which is why I was tracking that game. Yeah, I was. I had a lot of vooch, uh, but I always watch Magic games. Like yeah, um, Buddy Heald shot absolute lights out in that game. Like he he could not miss. Yeah. Um, like that's what that's what happened in that game. But yeah, like um. It, it it was like 19 point game at halftime. Orlando made a run in the in the third quarter and then the beginning of the fourth quarter, but like it never got, I think, within like eight or anything like that. So like if that's what you consider a blowout game, sure. But yeah, it was it was it was closer when it finished. Gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah, that's that's kind of what I what I saw. At any rate, that's all I said. I want to follow this this these minutes. I just want to see if they're gonna pick up. Like if Hassan Whiteside at 3K starts to get 18 minutes a game. Like, you need to start taking some shots, right? Like, because at that point, he could get 30 in, like, 20 minutes. So, I just – that's just something I, I want to monitor. He's 3K. You know, I realize he was playing a little bit. Uh, but that's about it. I, I don't really see any, anybody else that I'm really dying to play here. Uh, you know, Halliburton, you know, I don't mind him because he's really priced down now uh, compared to where he was. I think you can take a shot on him. Other than that, I, I don't want to play anybody else. So, it's really just Halliburton – uh, Holmes, and then man, maybe, maybe you, you get really weird and take a shot on uh, Hassan Whiteside in like a flex or something. Yeah, he played what 16 minutes. Um, I don't know, like he's 3k, like you said. Um, and Bealitz yeah. is doubtful, so like in that aspect, like you're just hoping that you know our boy Rashawn Holmes gets like in foul trouble or something, and like you know, maybe oh, Whiteside. Man. Maybe Whiteside oh, gets man. there. Um, oh gosh. Oh, like you know, like I said, man, Buddy Heald, he finally shot like lights out the other night. Um, he put up twelve threes against the Magic the other night, and I think we've been wanting him to have like fifty fantasy point nights so many times this year, and I think it was one of the quietest uh, fifty fantasy point nights, um, you know, in a while. So, um, on the Toronto side here. I think OG matters, um, whether or not he plays or not. Obviously, there's you know 30 minutes to go around, but if he were to sit, Norman Powell is 6,200, but this dude is playing a gazillion minutes um, with with OG. It was OG and Siakam that like Powell has just moved into like if either one of these guys sit, like you're gonna have to play 40 minutes. Yeah, I mean, if they were to both sit at 40 minutes, Norman Powell. He's been playing fantastic, man. You know, uh, you know, and they're playing Sacramento, so it's not like yeah. they're playing a team. This is this is a game I like probably about the most, Stevie. Um, along with the Atlanta game, you know, I talked about it, you know, pre pre pod, but I am going to be stacking a couple of these games today, uh, and that's kind of where I am. So, uh, you know, if Powell's going to start again, if OG's out, I think you fire him up. Uh, luckily. Our good friend, Mr. Boucher, didn't do too well. Like, he didn't, like, kind of tee off. So, I think he's another guy. I wish they were giving him stable minutes. I'd be willing to take a shot on Boucher in this spot, um, you know, if something if something got really weird. So, that's kind of where I am. I actually don't even mind Siakam in this spot at 7,300. Like, you know, I'd be willing to take a shot on him. Not in, like, a single entry, 
but probably, you know, some form of a tournament game stack, he'd certainly be on my radar. Yeah, the price, like, the price is there for Siakam to have, like, a monster game. Um, it's really there for all of them. Like, Lowry 71, Van Vliet 75. They're all in that mid-7K range, which I think is fair, but I think there's some meat on the bone. Yeah, Siakam scored 50 fantasy points the first time these two teams met. And, like, yeah, his, his game log doesn't look great recently, but, like, Bucks, Heat, Heat, Mavs, Charlotte, Charlotte, like, the Charlotte games, he probably, you know, the, the, those are not tough matchups, and he could have easily had bigger games, shot terrible in both those games. But, like, this is the spot I think, you know, you definitely – like, the more I think about it, the more that I um, I really like Siakam in this spot. And I know the first time these two teams met, I know I'm going to get Twitter messages, um, Lowry was out, but I still think Siakam um, has a good chance here. And, again, if OG sits, I think Norman Powell is just someone we continue to look at just playing a gazillion minutes. Well, Stevie, let me say this. On FanDuel, the Raptors are, like, incredibly priced. Like, I mean, uh, uh, Lowry at 72. About The only one I probably wouldn't play is Van Vliet. But, like, you can get these Raptors in on FanDuel and really, really build some unique stuff. So I, 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 like, I like them on DK as well. But on FanDuel and their 7K range, it, it's fantastic. All right, we move on. We got Philly at Minnesota. No total in this game, um, par- probably because we're waiting on Embiid news. He's questionable. Uh, Ferguson and Scott remain out. Uh, Culver, Hernan Gomez, Cat out. Russell questionable. Um, so Embiid and D'Angelo Russell, 8 o'clock game, might not have this news before lock. Um, this the These two guys being out would drastically change the slate. Um what are we looking at here on the 76ers? Well, I, I did want to say, did you see the play? Did you see the play, the reason why Embiid may not be out? Did you get a chance to see no, it? No, I didn't. He, so Embiid was going up. He was probably either going to dunk it or, or have an easy layup. And LeBron kind of pushed him out of the air a little. It wasn't like a crazy shove or anything. You know, it was just two hands. Hey, man, you, I'm not going to give you this easy layup. And he basically fell on his back like all his body weight, like, no, no bracing, nothing. So that's why he's he's questionable. And um, you know, I, I he played the rest of the game, but like, I mean, he pretty much fell straight out of the air on his back. Like, so he he could be out this game. Just you know, just want to kind of give you some some uh, context there. At any rate, I think that's going to all the almost hold up the analysis, Stevie. Like, if if Embiid is in, you know, at ninety four hundred, I think I like it, but. I still don't like it better than some of these other plays. Uh, even if he's in, I do like Tobias Harris at 6,800. Like, I think this is the, this price is where we can, we can play him for sure. 68. I like that. Uh, I like Ben Simmons at 77, no matter what. So I think these two guys, I still like them. I like South Curry at 4,400. And I will say, I think from a tournament perspective, this is a spot where you possibly take a shot on Shake Milton. And I'm saying that because what if he gets three to five extra blowout minutes? That could take him from 20 fantasy points to like 28 to 30. And now he's kind of in tournament, you know, winning conversation. So I do like Shake Milton at 4K today in this spot, uh, especially if D'Angelo Russell's happens to sit. Like, I, I think I'm going to have some interest in Shake at 4K. Yeah, I, I definitely don't hate Seth either. Um, 4,400, you know, Minnesota 
is a team you you definitely want to target. Um, you know, most nights like this is a team that what they're let's see they're about 17th to 18th over the last five games but you know bottom 10 on the season so definitely a team you want to target most nights so I I think Seth Curry assuming that he gets the minutes and then if we get news that Embiid sits go back to the well on Dwight I know it did not work out against Detroit but if he's going to get 25 minutes against a non Carl Anthony Towns Minnesota front court um I think he he crushes um so I know he burned us all we, all of us every single one of us played Dwight Howard um <laughs> that night and like Tony Bradley was the guy uh, I think Dwight's the guy I think if you want to take shots on Tony Bradley to be different take a shot uh it's tournaments anything can happen in the NBA uh let's go to the Minnesota side of things um like it, it really like Russell in Russell out matters, um, you know, so much in this spot. Um, you know, they, Minnesota really is a team that we really haven't seen them do well. They're one and four over the last five games. They're not a great team overall this season. What are we looking at here on Minnesota? Um, I mean, if Russell's in, I, I don't know if I want to play anyone. Uh, to be honest with you, if Russell's out, uh, Anthony Edwards finally got 32 minutes, put up 40 fantasy points. Like, you know, I think you take a shot at, at, at 4,800. If he's going to get 30 minutes, uh, same thing with, with Vanderbilt. Uh, he's been, been pretty consistent. I mean, he's got, you know, 35, 40 point upside. Oh, excuse me, everybody. Sorry about that. And then Nas Reed, you know, he's been putting up 30 fantasy points. He's pretty much priced appropriately. Still got some upside, obviously, but I, I'm, I'm not really too interested in this side of the ball. I, I feel like Philly has better value if Embiid sits. So that's kind of where I would be. I think if Embiid sits, I'm more willing to pull the trigger on, you know, some of these other guys from, from Minnesota, like a Vanderbilt and stuff like that. If Embiid is in, I don't think I'm as interested. Yeah, I think – Man, it's so hard to trust Anthony Edwards in general, but I think he would be someone um, – if Russell sits, I think Beasley and Edwards would be where you'd kind of take shots on Minnesota because, like, Culver's out too. Um, like, he's already ruled out. So, you know, that's obviously, you know, extra minutes to kind of go around. Um, and they, they've just kind of like, all right, you know, Josh Okaji is a guy that plays really good defense, but like, we need some offense and like, they haven't been playing him a ton. So, um, so yeah, <laughs> moving on, we got the Brooklyn at OKC two twenty nine and a half total here. Brooklyn favored by seven and a half. Uh, George Hill, really the only injury news here. Reza's still not with the team. Josh Hall is out. Uh, let's start with Brooklyn. What do we like here for the Nets? Oh, man, whose day is it going to be today, Steve? Is it going to be Kyrie? Is it going to be Harden? Is it going to be Durant? I'm not sure. But I got a feeling, I got a feeling, maybe they let Durant and Harden kind of do a little something this game, going back to OKC, where it all got started. Uh, wouldn't it be nice, Stevie? And I, I'm, I'm being honest here. I think this would be one of the greatest stories in NBA history if Washington – and Brooklyn could pull off a trade with Kyrie for Russell Westbrook. This would just be fantastic. I mean, this this would be fantastic. I, man, 
I need to, I need to go put my GM hat on and see who I can talk to. Uh, but yeah, I, I, I think if I was going to play someone, I do think it would be Kevin Durant here. Um, now Kyrie Irving's got the price discount and he has been consistent. Uh, so I, I don't hate Kyrie here, but I do think if I had to play one guy in this spot, uh, it would be Kevin Durant. And that's about it. Uh, DeAndre Jordan is getting minutes now. Like obviously his, his minutes are stable, but it's just 20. And I don't feel good about that. I'd rather play Jeff Green at, at 4,600. He's getting 30 minutes most games. So I don't, I don't really like this team overall, but I probably played Durant in this spot. Yeah, like overall in this one, I, I think like if you want the the floor for the price, you go Kyrie. If you want the ceiling, you play one of Durant or Harden. Um, yeah. They seem to like be the, the ceiling guys. And like you said, Kyrie seems to be like the floor guy. And I know DeAndre Jordan's getting minutes, but I... Yeah, it's, just, it's just 20. It, it's terrible, it, really. Yeah, it's just hard pass. <laughs> and, and Stevie, supposedly they're not running plays. Like they're running a whole lot of isolation. Like it's just, oh, it, man. I mean, to... okay, you have Kyrie, Harden, and Durant, and you're in the. I know you have to run plays yet, like. <laughs> but but they're gonna have to at some point. Like they got to get organized. Like they can't just shoot their way into wins the whole game. Like at some point they got to do something. They got to get organized. Listen, I don't, I don't, I don't disagree with you. That's why they lost to Cleveland um, <laughs> twice. Like, yeah, man. Oh. Uh, anyway, it's interesting. Yeah, like, and then on the OKC side of things, like, you know, if you really want to get weird with a weird GPP play, maybe just maybe you play Al Horford here. It, it's yeah. centers this, against Brooklyn. <laughs> I, man, I, I played him the last time against Brooklyn, honestly. And I got exactly what I was looking for. I know. I just, I wish she was a little cheaper. Um, yeah, yeah. 59. I'd rather play Cody Zeller at 4K for sure. Yeah. Like just kind of looking at OKC, you know, you know where the usage is going to come from. It's going to come from SGA. If this game stays close, SGA is going to have a big game. Um, you know, I, I think he put up 50 plus fantasy points the first time these two teams met. That's really it. Like, could you take shots on Dort? Could you take shots on Baisley? Sure. Um, I think there's better value plays on a 10 game slate. So I, I really think like SGA and it is very close to like taking shots on Horford. Um, but Hey, listen, I'm a Florida Gator. So Horford's always going to have a special spot for me, buddy. Yeah. I, I do like SGA here. Like if this game stays close, SGA is probably a big part of it. You know, SGA isn't a guy that I like to play. But I am going to take shots on bad defenses. Like, it's a proven fact, Steve. I've, I've looked at ROI, my ROI. I've looked at, you know, my lineup construction. Whenever I'm, whenever I'm attacking bad defenses, I've got a shot at the end of the night. And SGA is playing against a team that's not playing very good defense currently. So I, I, don't, I don't mind taking shots on him. But they're going to have to score to keep up. And, and that's what we're hoping for uh, if you're playing them um we move right along clippers at orlando facing the magic here it's a back-to-back for the clippers so we don't have a total in this one um i'm assuming that Kawhi and these guys are out again um like they, they're not they're not saying much as far as like when these guys will be eligible to play again so i think we'll find out early enough um you know if they're gonna play or not but Anyway, Kawhi, George, um, Beverly, all questionable. 
And then on the Orlando side, Aminu, Michael Carter-Williams, Foltz, Isaac, Okoye, they're all out still. Let's start with the Clippers. Um, assuming that these guys are out, what are we looking at here on the on the L.A. side? Uh, no one. I'm not playing anybody from the Clippers on this slate. I think, like, that's probably the right move. Um, <laughs> like, because Reggie Jackson, he, he's like, he's the one guy that I think you could play here. You don't love the $6,700 price tag, but the minutes, the minutes are just going to be there. I just hate the fact that like they're on a back-to-back and like Reggie Jackson, who hasn't played a ton of minutes this year, it, like he, he's 37 minutes in this heat game um, on Thursday. And now like, all right, like what are we really looking at here? Like, um, And it looks like they're going to win the game too, which is even yeah. more interesting. They're going to beat Miami. So um yeah, I think Reggie Jackson, Luke Kennard, but I, I really think Reggie Jackson's the only guy that I think you can somewhat trust. I think Terrence Mann, his prices come up too much, I, I feel. Um, and, and, like, this is a guy that was one rebound away from a, a double-double against Atlanta. He definitely wasn't even close to that um, in the game against Miami. But, like... You know, he is the only other guy that I think you could take shots on, but he's just too expensive. Uh, I think Reggie Jackson's the play um, here from the Clippers. And then on the Orlando side of things, like we, we joke and laugh about Aaron Gordon, but like right now the offense is running through Vucevic. Um, you know, he didn't have a stellar game the other night against Sacramento, but like, I, man, I, like I said, I watched the whole game and <laughs> He really didn't get going until like the end of the second quarter um, in that game. So I don't know. I, I think Vooch is still the guy like you can trust the most, but like Fournier is putting up a ton of shots. Um, they run a ton of plays for him to, to get open looks off the pick and roll with Vooch. Um, listen, I, I hardly ever play Aaron Gordon. I'm not going to lie. Like his effort levels, some game are just so extremely high. And then, like, the other night against Sacramento, he just wasn't in the game. Like, he, he just wasn't in the game. Like, he got benched um, in that game for, like, Dwayne Bacon um, and, like, Birch because, like, his effort levels were just so bad. Yeah, I I don't know, man. It's – look, it's just why I don't play Aaron Gordon. And listen, I, I Stevie, I already know what's about to happen, okay? I, I, I know what's going to happen. <laughs> Okay, he's 6,300 on FanDuel, 500 cheaper than the other night, going against the Clippers with probably no Kawhi, probably no Paul George, and you know he's probably going to go out there and go for 40. I mean, it's just – and then he's 7,100 on DK. It's probably going to be about the same thing, but I just can't do it, man. I'm still licking my wounds. I've learned my lesson. You know, there are certain guys I always go back to the well on. Aaron Gordon, I've just learned just hit the X button and and live to see another day. If he puts up 40 – Great, you know, I'll find somebody else that'll put up 40. That's kind of where I am. I will say this. Uh, Cole Anthony's been, been playing a lot better. Like, in just, just terms of overall fantasy production, minutes have been in the 30s. Uh, on FanDuel, he is 5,200. Like, I, I don't hate the price there. Uh, on DK, he's 5,400. Not the best value in the world, but still, for a guy that can get in the 30s, is getting stable minutes now, uh, perhaps the learning curve is catching up. I, I don't mind taking a shot on him. And then Vooch on, on DK, man, at 8,800. You just – I think he's a plug-and-play, period. Plug-and-play. 
Yeah, I think um, Evan Fournier being on the floor has really helped Cole Anthony. You look at like post Evan Fournier being out and like how Anthony's been playing recently. Um, Fournier does a lot in the offense, like very underrated, um, just talent, um, it, like in general. Um, like he's and not he really can't shoot when he's on. Like if he's on, oh, when he's it. him and Terrence Ross, man, they're they're very streaky shooters. But when they're on, they don't miss very much. So. Uh, moving on, we got Denver at San Antonio, uh, 225 and a half total here. Denver favored by four. Uh, Dozier and White remain out for both of these teams. Let's start with the Nugs. Uh, what do you like here for Denver? Uh, don't hate Jamal Murray at 6,900. Like when he's at these prices, I don't mind it. He hasn't really flashed the upside. So, you know, I'm just, I don't have to play him, but I do think he's in play uh, at that price. But man, it's Jokic day, man. 10 1. Going against the Spurs, uh, had, had, I know he hadn't put up a big game in a while, but I, I'm not worried about that. Like it, it's it's Jokic's day. I, I think he comes through for us here. Yeah, like I don't, he's the guy you're playing. Him or like Michael Porter Jr. I think are the two guys you're looking at the most um, on the Denver side. Jamal Murray is someone that can go off in any matchup. So like if you're mass multi-entering, you're probably getting a little exposure to him as well. I can't like trust this whole Jermichael Green thing. I know he's had two back-to-back big games, uh, but I just, I don't trust that whatsoever. Um, Will Barton at 4,300. We were just talking about like streaky shooters. This is another guy when he gets hot, he'll, he'll keep shooting. Um, so like if you're playing large field tournaments, very top heavy tournaments, Maybe take a shot on him. But overall, Jokic um, and Michael Porter Jr. And then on the San Antonio side of things here, DeMar DeRozan, 6,800. He's the most um, – he's the craziest price guy on the slate, in my opinion. I know that it's not the best matchup going up against Denver in general, um, oh. but the the price is just ridiculous. It, it's ridiculous. So, so first of all, Stevie, I remember distinctly that we had a spot like this in our, and they were playing the Lakers. And we looked at these Spurs prices and we said, what in the world is DraftKings doing? And I, I'm looking at the, the, the slate again. Denver's not been great on defense, Stevie. They, they've not been great. I, I, it's just name value at this point. Have not been great. We're getting DeJounte Murray at 6,100. He's my favorite point guard on this slate currently. DeJounte Murray at 6,100 against Denver. Jamal Murray's always been suspect on the defensive end anyway. He's my favorite point guard, period. Like, first guy in. Well, then you go down the line, you get DeRozan at 6,800. Stevie, it's Spurs day yet again. Like, this is the same spot all over again. Both are probably going to go for 40-plus in this spot. Uh, You got Johnson, whose minutes have picked up. He's probably going to be in the 30s. I legit think you can play these three Spurs in your lineup. I don't like LaMarcus Aldridge at 55 because of what they're doing with his minutes. They're all over the place, but man, this just screams, play the Spurs, play the Spurs. And what's even more funny about this late Stevie, all the games are going to be over by about 10 o'clock. And then you got one more game left. Like the Spurs are the play on DK period. They are the play. Yeah. They're just too cheap. Um, Doesn't like just in general, like DeMar DeRozan, put up 37 fantasy points last out last outing against Boston. And he went down in price. Uh, this is the cheapest he's been um, since I can remember. Like, I, I just don't get the price. Um, I don't get it. Like, this is a guy 
that has like here i'm gonna i'm gonna because now i'm like super curious uh let's see spurs spurs usage recently all right so demar Derozan here recently usage 19 19 29 25 25 35 22 29 um come on he's man. too cheap he's too cheap it's just he's just too cheap like and I am someone that has hated on DeMar DeRozan for years, um, but like he is like you can go ahead and lock him into my favorite six X play when we get to the grind, <laughs> grind game. Oh well, don't worry, I'll take someone in the same same game. We're, we're right there, man. He's just it, too I cheap. Mean, he's yeah. just too cheap. Like uh, he's he, he could easily burn you. Don't get me wrong, but Dejounte Murray. I, I don't think and, so. And Not like the home. best thing, the best thing too, Will is like. You can play DeRozan with DeJounte and, you know, get Jokic from the other side and have you like a nice little game stack uh, of, of this game. And it's it's kind of oh, juicy. Getting excited, Stevie. Just you, 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 I can about tell you guys what I'm going to play on DK tomorrow. It's going to be so much fun. You go to all that Atlanta Washington value. You stack it with Denver San Antonio to make your, <laughs> your to make your Atlanta Washington different. Um here we go. Uh, we finish it out though with Dallas at Utah. No total in this game. Uh, Dallas very healthy now. Um, almost everybody is back. Uh, Maxi is the only guy on the injury report. Uh, Favors and Mitchell is questionable. <laughs> here we go. We got the standalone ten o'clock game um, with one of the most pivotal pieces um, for any team uh, with Donovan Mitchell. You know, questionable here. This is huge news because if he sits. <laughs> um, like you know, you get a huge bump to Ingles, huge bump to um Clarkson. Let's start with Dallas, though. Um, I know I got ahead of myself there, Utah, a little bit, but let's start here with Dallas Luca standalone, um, late game. Um, I know it's not the best matchup, and these two teams just played, but <laughs> Luca standalone late game. <laughs> well, here's the thing Luca just didn't get there because of the peripherals. He shot 20, he took 24 shots, shot 13 for 24. He, he just only had four rebounds and six assists. Like that, that's pretty much why he didn't get there. He only had one steal, one personal foul, four turnovers. Stevie, he picks up four more assists. He's now pushing, getting close now. He's, he's on his way to 60 fantasy points. And you're saying, what, four, four more assists? On his way to 60 fantasy points? Well, yeah, I mean, that, that's giving them, that's getting them over 50, right? And then plus the bonus, he, he's on his way to 60. So I, I like Luca here. Same way I feel kind of about Greek. Like, I don't think Luca's going to have the same ownership on this slate. Keep in mind, I do like DeJounte Murray and, and, uh, and DeRozan better than Luca from a, you know, point per dollar price play, you know, high floor, high floor ceiling type play. But I mean, you know, these, these studs are priced up for a reason, uh, man. If you if you can get Luke in your lineups, I think he's going to come in a lot lower owned tonight uh, than he should be, and that's probably about it for me for uh, for Dallas. I mean, like you said, they're pretty healthy now. I, I don't want to take shots at anyone else, really. Um, yeah, and, and then like on the Utah side, man, like this. this... Hopefully we get like the Donovan Mitchell news early. Um, right. Like we'll have to kind of see um, whether or not like he's out. If, if we get the news early, 
Clarkson, Ingles, um, you know, these guys very much in play. We, we saw what Rudy Gobert did against this team just, you know, a couple of days ago. So, um, yeah, like, and Utah was on a back-to-back that game too. So, if Mitchell's out, um, you know, obviously we're, we're definitely looking up here at Utah. Well, here's the thing, Stevie. People may think that this is an outlier, like for, for, for Rudy Gobert to crush when Donovan Mitchell is out. This isn't an outlier, people. On the season, 204.8 minutes played without Donovan Mitchell. Stevie, do you know what the fantasy points per minute is? Like, have you looked at it? No. It's 1.41. That's solid. If he's out and he's going to get 35 minutes, 1.41 fantasy points per minute. Uh, Stevie, I'm going to do some quick math here while we're on the air. If you just allow me to go to my handy dandy calculator. I want to see what this is because 35 minutes times 1.41 fantasy, that pretty much puts him at 50. I would gladly accept 50 at 7,500. I think Rudy Gobert's in play. I think Clarkson is in play. I think Conley's in play. Like, but you know, we, we need to have the news on time. But these guys are priced okay. Conley's at 6K for this matchup. 6K. I like it. Uh Clarkson, you know, we saw I think didn't Clarkson put up 30 in like a half? He was insane the other night. I mean, and he took 21 Same shots. Same 21. What I mean, I mean, th- th- what a way to close out the night, Stevie. If you stack the Spurs, I mean, you could literally take the late, the last two games. If Donovan Mitchell's out, you could very well take the last two games and take these mid-6K guys, possibly a Jokic or a Luka, and, and you could be sitting real pretty for, for a kind of a late two-game hammer. I like these. I like this spot, Stevie. Angles is at, still at 4,700, so that'll help you free up more, even more value. He's, I don't think he's getting 40. Don't get me wrong. But I think 30 is reasonable. He's averaging over a point per minute. This is fantastic, Stevie. J- just fantastic. We just need the Donovan Mitchell news. <laughs> um, let's play the morning grind game, and then we're going to get out of here. For oh, buddy. The- and um, give me your favorite guy under 5K to 7X. Oh, uh, well, I-, I would go with uh, with uh, Joe Ingles, but I'm going to take a guy. Hesitantly, I'm going to take him. Uh, let's go Cody Zeller at 4K. I think it's the right play. Um, the only thing that stinks about like Zeller on this slate is if you're if you're wanting Jokic and Gobert, it's you know Zeller takes up a center spot too. So like you know it, it just yeah. you're deciding on like do I take Gobert? Do I take Jokic? Do I leave Jokic in there until I get, you know, news on Gobert or Mitchell? I think that's, you know, you know, what we're going to be looking at on this slate is like, how am I going to have to late swap? And what am I looking at when I'm late swapping on this slate? Because if Zeller starts again at 4K, just he makes a ton of sense um, because of the price. Yeah. And, I, and let's talk through that, Steve, because I think we get enough time. I think what you do for me, if I want to place, if I want to play at least one stud, I think for me, I would probably forego Gobert and I'd take Luka or Jokic in the flex. And that way I've got enough t- – I can buy some time to get there. And even if we don't get the news, like I'm st- I'll still have Luka even if I don't play Jokic. Does that, does that make sense? Oh, yeah. No, I, I think that makes a ton of sense. Um, you, and, like, on this slate, you're going to be able to fit in at least one stud. Um, so yeah. you're like, – you're. Yeah. 
you're going to be deciding like, you know, is it Jokic? Is it, um, and like the reason that I say Jokic is because like, I really do like the Spurs and I think that's a way you can kind of get different on this slate. Um, my favorite under five, uh, you took Zeller. Uh, listen, I'm going to say Ingles. If, if we get news that, um, Mitchell is like through concussion protocol. We should get that news early in the day too. Cause like that has to happen early enough where uh, I think we get that anyway. If, if, if Mitchell plays, I got a really random one for you, Dwayne Bacon. Um, this is a dude that's put up at least 20 fantasy points in, in three of the last four games. He doesn't play a ton of minutes, uh, but he's, he's producing off the bench uh, for the Orlando magic. He's 3,400. Um, over 21 fantasy points in three of the last four games, his, his role is kind of locked in and like he's doing better with this bench role than he was when he was getting like starters minutes. So Dwayne Bacon, throwing that out there. Um, over 8K to go under 5X. Who's your bust today? Let's see. Over 8K, under 5X. <sighs> I think I'm going to take, I think I'm going to take James Harden. Uh, I, I know he had one big game, but I still I still want to see some consistency from this big three. I'm, I'm going to take Harden. Yeah, there's a lot uh, to to love up here, and there's a lot to you know you're like kind of on the fence with. Like the guy that I think I'm on the fence the most on this slate to you know really just absolutely crush over 8K is Darren Fox. I like the game overall, but I think Fox is someone that like he can triple double and crush you. But he's also someone that can put up 40 fantasy points at 8,500. That's just not going to be enough. Um, and like he's like that verge guy for me on this slate today and put up 32 fantasy points the first time these two teams met. And hopefully I'm right. Um, you know, moving on, favorite 6X play, Will, who do you got? Uh, Dejounte Murray, 6,100. It's too Love cheap, it. man. Like I'm going to, I'm going to say DeRozan. Like these guys are just, they're, they're, they're underpriced um, for this slate. They're just underpriced. Uh, let's get weird GPP play of the day. Who do you got? Uh, not sure how weird this is going to be. Um, but I don't think he gets the ownership on this slate. I could be wrong. Uh, I'm going to give you two guys that are both from the same team and they're from my team. I'm going to give you Gordon Hayward at 7k. Maybe he doesn't come in with, with, the, with the ownership that he should. And then I talked about this, uh, LaMelo ball at 5,800. Like I know I gave you two. But like if if Hayward's you know ownership is up there, it won't be so weird. But I think I don't think Lamelo Ball is going to have ownership on this slate at all. Yeah, I like that one. Um, listen, I'm gonna I'm gonna say like this guy shouldn't be he he shouldn't be too popular here. And I don't know. I was gonna say Bertans, but I'm just so worried about the minutes um, for him. So I'm I'm not gonna say Bertans. I was gonna say Bertans. Um, but I'm really like overall, like just concerned with the minutes. Um, I don't even know. I, I don't know who's, who's weird today. I love the Gordon Hayward call. Um, let's get weird with, um, Terry and Prince. Hey, do you know who I thought you were going to take, but you probably need the news for it. I thought you were going to take Norman Powell. Yeah, like I don't even think that's weird. Uh, like I yeah, hope he's not. A, I that's hope true. he's not like popular if the news comes out. But I don't think Terry and Prince on a on a massive slate is going to be popular. And like he is, he he's getting the minutes. 
Cleveland Okoro or Okuro, whatever. Like, I can't think of his name now. Um, Okoro. Uh, uh, Isaac Okoro. Yeah, like, he's getting the minutes too, but I feel like the minutes are, are going to disappear eventually. And, I and like, Prince needs Larry Nance to be out, but I, I hope Nance yeah. sits one more time. So, um. Yeah, any over, under, or game selection. Game selection first. Man, you can tell it's Friday and I'm tired. Um, it's all good. $50 single entry on FanDuel, man. I mean, we're in the single entry series, so, like, you need to get in that. You, you just you just need to get in there, right? Best tournament on FanDuel, period. But, you know, other than that, $50, $50 single entry, man. Uh, I like a lot of the single entry contests on FanDuel anyway, but I'm highlighting the 50 today. Yeah, and like like Will said, make sure you guys are getting in the um, single entry series. It's three dollars this week. I don't know what um, it is next week, but um, yeah, I think over on Fanduel, I, I highlight single entry tournaments a lot. Um, and, and like, I'm never one to like play MME, uh, but I do think like if you are looking for like that like bridge. Look at some of these three entry max um, tournaments over there. Look at the, the 20 entry max. Uh, I think it's the three or four dollar. Those are good bridge tournaments from going to single entry and still not like, you know, fully MME or MMEing. Um, the buzzer beater over there, $20 single entry, um, you know, pays 24% of the field, top 10 is 35%. Someone turned sixty bucks into fifteen hundred, so it's a really solid, um, you know, tournament to kind of attack over there. So, uh, Will, any uh, over unders or against the spread that's standing out to you here? Yeah, man, uh, Sacramento. I'm going to take the over this two twenty nine and a half. I think this is a, a big time game for the Raptors here. Both teams are about the same record: seven and ten, seven and eleven. Uh, I, I I like this game to go over. Listen. I can't wait to see where this game ends up, but I'm going to take Washington over 232 and a half. Um, I've already kind of said, I think this is a game that could just absolutely go insane. So um, I like the over in that game. And um, it, man, if you want, I think Cleveland plus one and a half against New York is, is, is somewhat interesting. Cleveland has been playing really good basketball. Um, Pretty much recently. full strength now. I get it. Yep. I get it. Uh, it's going to wrap it up. Man, it's been a fun week. Um, this is the last podcast of January. We're rolling into February. Big NASCAR announcement on Monday. I'm super excited to finally get all the details out for this year's um, NASCAR package. There's a ton of races in the first week alone. Um, so it's right around the corner. Excited for that. Make sure you guys are checking Will out with all the card stuff. I know he has some articles and the show that they do um, all the time. You can check that out on YouTube. That's going to wrap it up here for Friday. Hope everyone has an awesome weekend. We'll be back on Monday. Good luck, and we'll see you then.